we paid to have this made. <laughs> we I didn't, paid to have this made. Yeah, we didn't pay very much. <laughs> hey, listen, I think it rips. Dude. Yeah, it's this a rip. is sick. Nice. Little breakdown. Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Funny George, and this is episode number 43. I am your host, Steve. And I'm Frank. And my name's Ed. And I am Sam. Jimmy couldn't make it. He's a sleeping boy. Yeah. He was sweepy. <laughs> a little sweepy. He was so sweepy. Uh, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about some movies, some trailers, some other stuff, just a full docket tonight. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Super yeah. Bowl happened. Yeah. I saw the, uh, I, you guys sent me the, the Google document for the show today and I was like, oh boy. Yeah. This is, this is a lot. But I saw, I saw the Doctor Strange trailer on there and I was like, I am ready to just rip that apart. i'm gonna fight everybody yeah. <laughs> with words apart. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like do a quick watch of that because i haven't like i've seen bits and pieces but i haven't seen the whole thing yet so okay. before we dig so into that here's the thing though about the doctor strange trailer marvel loves to do this and i don't know why the yeah. trailer that played during the super bowl yeah was it was different. just a tv spot yeah, it was a tv yeah. spot oh. and it was different from the one that they released online immediately after right and i'll ex- i'll explain like what the difference was and like why i think it's pretty significant I, okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're going to say, yeah. but I'll wait. Um, well, Edwin, what you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking locally sourced polar seltzer uh, yes. made with locally sourced cranberries. Uh, they're from Cape Cod, which is I, I heard was the, the home of the cranberry. There you um, go. Do they have cranberries, cranberries other places? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think that that's accurate, but like. I, I, I think yeah. Cape Cod is like you, if you it's want a cranberry, home. you just go there. Yeah, yeah. you go there. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. abundant. <laughs> I've been in the bogs. Also, also lobster. Uh, what are those things called? Lobster rolls? Lobster rolls. Cranberries oh. and lobster rolls, man. Wow. I love Cape Cod. I don't there know if go. I think Cape Cod for lobster rolls. So. <laughs> but hey. No. Hey, yeah. No. We, we get what we can. Yeah. yeah. Sam's drinking a Gatorade. <laughs> cool blue, baby. Nice. <laughs> what about us? What are we drinking? All right. Uh, we're going to drink some old fashions since we brought it up uh, uh, during last week's podcast. I've never had one. Yeah. Steve, really? Steve texted oh. me like yesterday. He's like, dude, can I texted old- you on Wednesday, Wednesday. Well, it feels like it, dude, the weekend I had It is 2022. These days don't matter. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. It's all blur. It's, it's still, a, it's still February 2020 yeah. to me. Like, it's, so I'm, it's a little different than, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start making old fashions so you can ramble on. All it's right. a process for, for those who uh, aren't aware. It's a process. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to say while I'm here, like I'm, we're doing the podcast and I'm on Instagram live and hello to the bunch of people that I can't, that you can put your glasses six back people. on yeah. six, uh, pe- six people. Wow. The, 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 Dude, that's the six people watching, uh, on the, on Instagram. Thank you guys. Hi, check Good us out. All of you. Um, I'll tag the, the pro, the, try to open that the Instagram for the podcast. Later, um, I hulked it, and Thanks. I hope you guys enjoy. We're having fun. We are. Yes. Um, I wrote it down. It really doesn't matter, but fucking Super Bowl commercials. Did anybody care? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so no, let's just get that right out in the open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, they were funny, right? Like, mm. they, like you know, uh, like people pl- pay pay good money to get a Super Bowl spot, and like other people that are watching the Super Bowl expect a great Super Bowl commercial. And you know, for as many years as I've watched the Super Bowl, I've always been like, I can't wait for the halftime commercials. And this year I was like, 
I don't the I, I enjoyed the game more than the commercial. Oh yeah, which never yeah. happens. It's funny because like I I fucking like I was so a, upset about the game. It's a lot less stressful when you don't have any. You, yeah, any having no in stake it. in it, yeah. like the yeah. Super Bowl, yeah. you can exactly. enjoy well, no, it. So I had a, an accidental stake in the Super Bowl. Oh boy. Uh, so I never bet, right? I'm not a gambler. Neither do I. Um, but this year I was like. Hey, I'm going through a lot right now, so I have expendable income. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble, right? <laughs> so I downloaded uh, an app. Sound logic. I, 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 <laughs> I downloaded, yeah, I downloaded a sportsbook app, and then I found out I can't use sportsbook apps in Massachusetts. However, I did find out that as soon as I cross the border into New Hampshire, I can. So uh, <laughs> what I did was that, and then, uh, and then I went to bet forty dollars on. The Super Bowl and uh, the way the thing was set up, when I typed it in, it came up as $400. So I was immediately invested in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. <laughs> that makes it exciting. He's yeah. about to show up in fucking LA. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't win. Oh, but I did win a, a $10 parlay bet that I ended up winning $1,100 on. So, oh, oh so, very nice. So I, I technically broke even. There you go. Yeah. All right. Hey, breaking even's better than not breaking anything. Oh, yeah. Or breaking sure. your knees. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl commercials fucking sucked. I, yeah. I just I couldn't get into anything. There wasn't anything funny. No, I, I feel like every year there's always like one or two where you're like, oh, yeah, that that's going to be memorable. And I didn't feel that way this year. Uh, yeah, like the at least the Cheetos one last year with Shaggy was a, yeah. a little yeah, bit that, funny, but like. So nothing this year, the commercials are kind of just real depressing. Yeah. I was like, that happened, I think a couple years ago. I remember that. Yeah. A lot of Clydesdales. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I referred to myself as a Clydesdale earlier. Super Bowl Bowl commercials at this point were just like, you know what? We've suffered enough collective trauma. We're not even going to pretend anymore. Like, yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're we're doing, we're alive. They really went for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. There you go, Steve. I got to try one old fashioned. I can't believe you've never had one. No, no backstory. I've been sober for a long time, but I did used to drink. And one of my favorite drinks when I did drink was an old fashioned because I'm a bourbon guy and nice. And, uh, you know, I I can't, I just can't believe you've never had one. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really if good. you like bourbon, you're gonna like absolutely. It but the bitters, you know? like mm-hmm. the, and the, bitters, the sugar, the sugar and the orange, yeah, gives you just a little, like a little bit of everything at once, and exactly, not, yeah, yeah it's real nice, fucking sweet. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Super Bowl's over. Sports nerds leave. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys? Are you guys caught up on Boba Fett? Did you guys? I watched all of it. Um, I thought I'll. You know what? I want to hear what you thought first. So we we've covered every episode other than I think the last two or, or the, even the just, finale. The yeah. finale we didn't. Are you caught up? So. I'm not fully caught up, unfortunately. Do you care? No, you guys you totally go for it. Dude, All right. Sam comes to my house and he's like, "Let's watch the book of Boba Fett." I'll put it on, and like 20 minutes in, I just hear. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a big I'm a big like let's throw something on and then I just pass out. <laughs> oh, that's me 100%. And I feel so bad because I'm like genuinely invested in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I'll just, just pass because you're out. invested in it doesn't mean you're not tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, oh, hey, like we always have these like great ideas. We're like, yeah, we're gonna hang out after work and we're gonna do all this stuff. But we both work labor jobs and they're like labor intensive jobs. So like, yeah. By the time it ends up, like we meet up at my house and then like within an hour, we're both asleep on the couch. Yeah, we're just like done. nice. I I'm the opposite. I have a very labor intensive job, maybe a little yeah. less intensive than you. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you, you walk. I, I walk a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I I suffer from insomnia. I fucking there's nights that I'll sleep for 20 minutes and then be up for the rest of the. I I fell asleep at 11:45 last night. Woke up at 12:20, so I slept for maybe 40 minutes. Stayed up till almost four o'clock. I couldn't sleep. I tried uh, like five or six times. Yeah, I ended up watching uh, um, Cop Shop. Okay. Yeah. And the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. How I watched that, that the other night too. It's not bad. Okay. But it's not amazing. That's okay, a I've, great I, way to put it. I've uh, I've heard mixed reviews about it. A lot of people are like, oh, it was great if you completely disregard like the original and you're like, what? No, it yeah. it takes the original into yeah. into yeah. context. Like yeah. so I, mean, I I'm I j I haven't had a chance to sit down and like check it out. Um, I, I want to soon. I love horror movies, so I want to. Oh, but, uh, you'll fucking love this. This thing is gory as Oh, yeah. Fuck. It was, it was brutal. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'll take gore. I, I'll tell you, there's, there's, there's at least two beheadings. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Right. I wouldn't expect gonna, anything get, less than you get the price. Chainsaw. You get, yeah. chainsaw. You get the uh, price of admission. And then, then if you, hmm. if you stayed at the very end, I mean, watch it on Netflix to the very end. It's how the movie comes full circle is you see him walking into the Sawyer house. Okay. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I just gave away shit. Sorry. So that's the callback. <laughs> yeah. uh, spoiler warning for anybody that's listening. I still have to come late. up with a drop for yeah, that. Yeah, I am not watch. I'm not going to watch it. He's never going to so. watch it, so it yeah, doesn't matter. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I am not a horror guy, which is ironic given this week's movie rewatch. And next yeah. week's. Yeah. 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 And next week's? Kind of. It's not really horror. Oh, but Christ, it's, you're putting me through two. No, it's, it's not really horror. You'll find out. All right. So... <laughs> I've been invested in Boba Fett the entire season. I, I've been like, you know, give him a chance. He's been like, fuck this show. It's it's not fun at all. Right? Yeah, which is... Other than the Mandalorian I mean, episodes. I mean, ble- yeah. I bleed Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the Star Wars guy on the podcast. And this this season, this show was pretty painful so, for me. Like, I just... I, the, there was nothing that grabbed me, like, really at all. I mean, the best episodes were the Mandalorian, like... Uh, you know, season three season pilot four, episodes. Season <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so, and you know what? I, I agree uh, to a point. Um, I thought that the book of Boba Fett fell short of telling us the story of Boba Fett. Yeah. But it did a really good job in expanding the star Wars universe. Like I, sure. I know yeah. so much more about the Tusken Raiders now and like yeah. where they came from and stuff. And I'm like, genuinely interested to see if that's something that they're going to touch back on or circle back to. Right. I um, would argue though, like that's intentional. It's called the book of Boba Fett. You're going to find out about everything he did or is doing. So you here's know what I mean? The thing. Um, I think, and this is just a theory that I had, but, uh, and I, I've seen it online too. And it's like really a, like subjective, but like, uh, in the book of Boba Fett in the season finale, when he sends that, uh, major domo out to talk, to the Pike syndicate and he writes on that thing. I think that is just considered the book of Boba Fett. Like, cause that's the only time we see him write in the entire show. Uh, and I mean, I just think that would be like fun, you know, be, yeah. this yeah. one sentence that he wrote on this uh, that's the thing book. is the book of Boba Fett. And it's just like no surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I thought it was, I thought it was a great episode. Um, I thought, that the the expansion of the the re- lore of the rancor uh, was really cool. Like I thought they were just mindless creatures, you know. And like th- they had Danny Trejo come in and explains how they're like uh, 
complex beings with like complex emotional natures. And I was like, I never would have thought that, you know, sure. they just seem always mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it, it was always portrayed and thought of as just a big stupid thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I yeah. thought that apparently they do have some kind of intelligence. Yeah. And I thought know. the show did a really good job of like doing that kind of stuff, like expanding the lore of the star Wars universe. Uh, I don't think they, I think they okie doked us with the title is what I think they did. Uh, Possibly. But, uh, <laughs> but if you look at it as like Mandalorian season 2.5, I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, like I know what's going to happen in the Mandalorian season three based right. on that show. Right. It's funny. Cause like it, it built up to a lot and had a little payoff and yeah. it was just yes. like the payoff wasn't good enough, but it was still great. Yeah. yeah. Like it didn't feel, it didn't feel very high stakes to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, agreed. I mean, and I know that's because it's just a very tiny bit of the galaxy yeah, and it's and extremely I, localized to, you know, Tatooine. And I really wish they did more yeah. and like well, got outside of Tatooine. Well, like, it, you know, as far as like Tatooine goes, like most Espa, that, that's like, that's a massive place. It's yeah. effing huge, you know, city on this planet. And we saw like three alleyways. Yeah. You know, so like I, to me, it was like, man, that was that's kind of like a waste of such a a, a landmark, um, yeah. you know, marquee kind of town and location. They in, showed in Star like Wars, aerial views know? of it, and you could see how you, big it was. You could see how oh, big it yeah. was, and they yeah. even went into it when they right. were talking about how the city was divided up after Jabba the Hutt died, and uh, right, and like how the Trandoshans got this part, and like these guys got this part, and these guys got this part, and like that should tell you that like Mos Espa is a big city. Oh yeah, and uh, and we got a very very tiny part of it and then they kind of just fan serviced us with like a fake cantina scene and uh yeah and i was like uh, you know like uh, max rebus was cool but like outside of that i was just like okay well i wanted to see like more of uh cad bane cad bane yeah a lot seriously and i don't think that that was the last that we saw of cad bane they made it seem like he was going to be in the fucking back to tank but it ended up being cobb van yeah yeah but, uh vanth but what uh what it like <laughs> so i went back and i watched that finale like three or four times because i like going through and like picking out the easter eggs and then like i watch, just watch it on ign <laughs> and, like, watching, and, like, watching other easter egg videos and like seeing like what i got and like how it yeah. stacks up to like the new rock stars and the den of nerds and all those guys. And, uh, and when, uh, Cad Bane gets shot, um, the red light on his, uh, chest is still blinking. It's blinking slower, but it's still blinking. Right. So oh. he's still alive mm -hmm. when they pan away from it. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to die. They, cause he like, <laughs> like legit, he's the most ruthless bounty hunter in the galaxy. And he's too big of a, he's too yeah. big of a name for them in to the just lore one yeah. and done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's exactly. so huge and he plays such a massive part in, you know, clone wars and all that stuff that like, that would be, the, it was, it was, it seemed like a really quick way to get rid of him, especially like yeah. considering you know, being a not non Jedi being able to kill Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah. and be, like being the guy that the fucking like, staff <laughs> being the guy that got trained by Django Fett and then trained Boba Fett yeah. right and then fought Fennec Shand and survived all of this and went on to be like the ruthless the most ruthless bounty hunter between Boba Fett and Din Djarin the Mandalorian uh for them to just be like nope this is it for him like that would stabbed. be like that would yeah. be like the MCU bringing in Doctor Doom and killing him before the end of the movie oh you right. mean like 
Oh, they tried like to they, do the like, first one like the fo- like the Fox franchise did twice. Yeah, yep. stupid. <laughs> Three times. Three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so I don't know it. It it. I've just got so many. I've got. It's hard. It really is in this one because, like, I want to like it. I yeah. really wanted to like it, uh, and I was really hoping that finale would pull it all together. The fuck Steve, just happened? What in oh. the, I didn't do that. What in Jesus is going on here? I don't know. Oh no! <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway, yeah, I really, really, really badly wanted to like like this show because, um, you know, I w- I've been really looking for something to make up for the weakness of the final trilogy of movies. Okay. You know, cause yeah. overall they're fine. Yeah. You know, like they're just fine. They're the man okay, yeah. and you know, the Mandalorian hit and I was like, Oh, this is what they can do with yeah. people who actually really care about this franchise and really care about the universe. And, and, you know, Filoni and Favreau proved to me that like, okay, they're, they really got it. But, they didn't for me they didn't follow through if i look at the entire series of book of boba fett it to me it was a failure and i think it's going to be really hard for them to get a season two so i don't think uh necessarily that it was a failure i don't think it was great like i'm not gonna go back and rewatch it right anytime soon but like i didn't think it was bad and it like you know brightened up my wednesdays a little bit um and that's it. Gave, that, yeah, it gave me something it, it to gave watch. Me just a little. It gave me just enough that I was like, "Hey, this is this is okay." And I'm now very interested and excited for the Mandalorian season three and Ahsoka when that comes out. So, right, I'm was, interested to see how this all ties together. And uh, I'm 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 reserving judgment on the Book of Boba Fett until I see how it plays out in the bigger picture. Yeah, because I I don't think Favreau knowingly took um the show and uh and then just kind of made it a dud like there's something sure. there's something that we're missing and there's something there's a thread that's going to tie everything together uh I, I just don't know what it is yet right and i think we're going to learn more about it in the mandalorian and ahsoka and uh and Actually, I think it's just those three shows that are supposed to tie together. Yeah, because uh, Obi Wan isn't going to have Obi Wan's not going to have anything. Obi Wan's supposed to take uh, place in the Old Republic, right? Well, it, it's um, around the Old, old it's, Republic. It's it's after time. Episode Three. Yeah, it's between Episode Three oh. and Episode Four. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes okay. Got yeah. it. So, Didn't realize that. Yeah, so, so that's not really going to have anything to do with the Cassian show. The Cassian show is gonna, that's not going to have anything. Come, to, and then uh, right. they have like a. Uh, the Acolyte coming out next right. year and Rogue Squadron coming out next mm-hmm. year. And so I don't think those are going to tie in. So I'm really interested. I'm looking really forward to seeing what ends up happening in the Mandalorian, how they circle back and like bring the book of Boba Fett into the fold and, right. uh, and see where it goes from there before I say like, Oh, this show was a bust for me. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to hold out judgment. Yeah. To me, it, it did a, it did a really good job of teasing, of teeing up season three of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I think that's Honestly, that that was the show's biggest success yeah. for me was to yeah. make me want to see that even more than I already do. I think yeah. the biggest success was doing uh, Luke Skywalker correct this time. They did oh, a yeah. really no, effing good job with it. So, and you guys know how they did that, right? They had that guy uh, yeah, Chinook that, that did the deep fake, the deep fake after stuff. the first episode, and right. then they gave him a job. <laughs> <laughs> so that just goes to show you, if you're out there listening and you're wondering if you can make it in the world. 
YouTube will do wonders for your career. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Is Chinook Chinook's not Dr. Fakenstein, is he? I don't think so. No, okay. no, no, no. He was his own. Oh, okay. He's his own. Guy. I'm going to have to yep. look it up. I, I only remember that dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So yeah, they did. They did Luke a lot of justice. Yeah. I thought, I thought they really pulled. We talked about that yeah. a couple episodes and ago. And I thought but. they did a good job of like staying away from words that like, uh, that, that make the uncanny Valley happen. Like the right. words with the F's and the V's they, they did all off screen and like, or from behind. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then everything else where it was like the soft words with the S's and stuff like that they did from the front. And I thought that was genius. And yeah. I was like, hey, this is really good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all this the stuff that Star Wars. You, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff where you actually see somebody's mouth, like yeah. doing a lot of movements. That's where you can lose it. Yeah. It, for me, the, the uncanny, uncanny Valley almost always happens right here right here yeah you know that this that like i'm i'm pointing between my nose and my upper lip like Philitrum. and for instance yeah. and for instance like a good example of it is uh when they did it with henry cavill in I yeah it was justice league <laughs> oh yeah and it was so bad <laughs> it was really like, bad geez, it, it's just like they colored in his mustache yeah it was bad it wasn't it was not pulled off very well no and um same with uh, Tarkin in Rogue yeah, One. Exactly. I'm not saying he was bad because oh, no, I actually no. thought it was pretty I thought good, it was amazing, especially for the time. Yeah, exactly. But it, it was all that. It was just right there in that little portion yeah, it, of his it's, face. It's, it's once you and once you see it, you can't unsee yeah, it. Exactly. So I was just gonna like, say, I'm yep. seeing this the whole time. Exactly. Like right. once it, once you see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that close pop, you just can't stop. Exactly. Exactly. So well, hopefully, um, in the Mandalorian, we're not going to see any more uh, Vespas because oh fuck no. That would okay, really. Okay, I completely blocked those people out. Good. That was like a trauma that, memory that I just pushed. Out. <laughs> that, that's the right. That's the right move. That <laughs> one spin move that the guy does in the finale. At I was ten like, miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so dramatic and unnecessary. And while it's very reminiscent of old Star Wars, yeah, which is what I'm sure they were trying to do. Yeah, it fell flat on its face, and I just thought it was the most cringy. Mm-hmm. hard to watch thing and then i went back and watched it on youtube like nine times <laughs> yeah and i was like Just oh you're sure so stupid bad. i say as i eat my i, th- I think Doritos. i think with the uh with the vespa people or like at least so i'm just going to focus right on the on those vehicles mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they are i don't even know they're they're dumb not speeder bikes because they don't speed no they're vespa but they're they're, they're it, I don't know what those are. It reminded me of in ep- of episode four, the 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 speeder that Luke drives yep. because it was a car. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it just travels perfectly flat and level the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they're on bikes. Yeah. I so. would think if you're going around a corner on anything that's singular like that, you're gonna want to yeah, lean into it. Lean, they yeah. don't. No. It's like they're on like, you know, like Disney World like track ride. It's like Pac-Man. Yeah. But with Vespas that it, it, fly. But the same speed. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, I I I thought it was a an interesting idea, I guess, right. to model them after like sixties mods and like make them really edgy and cool and like Americanized British. I guess. But uh Oh, I'm gonna ask man, him a question I, was like, I asked hey, you. Guys, that that this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I okay. asked him I asked him his opinion on this. What are the human like people in there are they human what do you mean so that's a great so i i i, I think about this a lot when i watch star wars oh, me too where they're like i'm a so-and-so and you're like okay well you look you look like a human and this is okay so this is one of the big things with me and like mandalore right mm-hmm. and what a mandalorian is 
and I understand that it's like more of a, a religion or a following. Yep. And that anybody's welcome, but on the planet of Mandalore, they're human. They're human, and you. It's it's a it's an interesting thing, and I'm sure that they have an explanation because George Lucas has an explanation for everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a, it's a curious uh curious thing, and actually, that leads me into um our movie thing, uh, the movie re rewatch, and uh, oh no, the the it's not the movie re. Oh wait, are you no, no, about no. Alien? There, there, okay. there, there's something I'm going to bring up okay. then. Which reminds me of that question, and I'm going to remember to do that. Okay. Yeah, it's never it's never explicitly explained one way or the other. But I think I think by um, if they, I think as soon as you were to put a label on any humanoid person, you have to do it with everybody. You'd have to do it with everybody, but I think it would lessen your emotional connection connection to them because it's like, well, they're a different. Mm. Well, they're a different race. I mean, so do I feel, you know, like, would you be able to connect with them on the quote unquote human level, um, you know, because they're not human? I would. I mean, I think I might, I might be able to, because I I can like connect to like R2D2 and BB-8. Right. If I can connect to a droid, I can connect to it. My argument's been from, from day one is like, if they're not human, why are they speaking English? Yeah. And, And then he goes, yeah, but they speak other languages. I go, yeah, but we don't know what that language is. They don't try to tell you what that language is. Yeah. But so. they straight up let everybody who speaks English. Yeah, but think of it like this. Okay, if Earth existed, oh, man, I can't believe we're getting into this. If Earth <laughs> existed in the galaxy far, far away, yeah. I think we would be called Earthlings. Yeah. The Mandalorians would, you know, in you're Mandalore, on Mandalore, yeah. you're Mandalorian. And you know, like if. if and Oceans. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you were, if you were. A, I see where you're going with if this. If you were a, a, a human, a quote, I'm just saying that in bunny ear quotes. If you were a human, you lived on Dagobah, you'd be like yeah. a Dagobah bowen or whatever the heck they would be called you know like i just i think i think that the race as far as like the human creatures doesn't matter applies more to the planet that you're from yeah 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 and i get what you're saying it's not so much an issue of them being uh human or not like we as people have this uh propensity to make everything in our image right like everybody that everybody that calls in like alien reports right they're like they looked like us, but here's this one little noticeable difference, right? right. No, no. Uh, and, and it's like, okay, so this, this thing that we do in Star Wars where they're all humanoid, but like they, they could be from Dagobah or Camino or yeah, uh, Dathomir, right? Because they still look human on Dathomir. Like, yeah. But it's like, uh, that's just our imitating life. It's us imprinting our image on other species and it's an easy cop out for Lucasfilms to be like, that's just what they look like. Yeah. You know, although I'm going to, so like if I was to draw a comparison between star Wars and star Trek, as far as like creatures Mm. and and, um, star Trek is granted, it was created during a different time when it was more difficult to make things different. Yeah. Every virtually every alien in star Trek is a human with one thing changed exactly or like something that's just barely different. You know, you know, you look at a Klingon. Okay. They've got, they're humans with, with wrinkles and bald heads. Yeah. You know, you look at a Ferengi, it's like, okay, they're humans with like kind of a bulbous head and And big ears and and sharp. Yeah. And a Vulcan, it's like, okay, you've got pointy eyebrows and pointy ears. That's it. And I guess if, if we're looking at this from a, and again, like you said, I can't believe we're getting into this. Yeah. Uh, but if we're looking at it from like a purely scientific standpoint, more than likely that's what 
an alien would end up looking like is like us, but like a little bit different to adjust for their environment, right? Like if they have a planet that has like lower oxygen, they'd have a bigger rib cage because sure. they'd have bigger lungs. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess I can, I can see where Star Wars is going with this, but, but I, yeah. I liked, I like the fact that Star Wars was like, Oh no, that guy is fucking different. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> like th- that's a totally different thing. Like he's from a different planet with different, you know, I understand properties. he looks like me. <laughs> I understand he's white and has brown hair, but trust me, he is not from this planet. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it's, at this point, I'm just, I'm, yeah, sure. George Lucas, I'm going to take your word for it, man. Right. As right. much as I wanted to get off of star Wars, we still have one more topic on star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the, the cinematic for um, the star Wars, the old Republic legacy of the Sith? No, you haven't. No, right. we watched. I, I just watched it. Yeah, we, go. we gotta oh, take okay. a, a break. Uh, okay, so we're back in. We are back in. We're okay. back in. So, all right. First off, impressions. Like, wh- what did you think? What? Okay, so I'm I'm a bit confused. What is this? This is Star Wars: The Old Republic. Is the uh, MMORPG? Yeah, I know. It's an add-on for the thing, but it's just oh. like this is the most legit add-on I've fucking seen. This yeah. like. The old Republic is basically like second life on computers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. So, I, so the fact that there's that much like cinematic into it and how fucking sweet it was. Oh, it's fantastic. It was an amazing. Oh, friggin- yeah, great. No, I'm fired up. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't know what it was. At I'm going to start playing this you know? again. I was, yeah. I, I'm I was, excited to see who, uh, who this new big bad Sith is. Right. Cause it wasn't a name that I was familiar with. Um, I don't know much about, him. I don't know anything about him. So, I'm interested to see see more about that and uh, learn about it. And here's the thing, like I said earlier, uh, before we started recording, um, like the Star Wars, any real Disney property, like Star Wars, um, Marvel, whatever, has a huge tendency, and this is just me speaking as somebody who like buys, sells, and trades comics and stuff like that. Um, they have a huge tendency to put out comics games and stuff like that that explain everything and it's always like adjacent to like what's going to be coming out in in film or on tv yeah yeah it's a tie-in of some sort yeah Yeah. so like uh and star wars is phenomenal at like uh at like introducing new characters and like working it in like you're just like oh and everything in star wars is canon get video games included right so Oh yeah, I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Yeah, because Disney bought LucasArts. Yeah, I, I just so. I just thought this looked legit as fuck. Like for it being such like departed from everything other like than the even the video games, the other right. video games. Yeah. This is so different that they they spent a lot of money on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a insane fucking videos oh, yeah. like this. I. I look at that and I'm kind of like, God, I wish that's what the Clone Wars was like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like mm. I understand that that was a series for kids for, yeah, yeah. a younger audience. Yeah. And like, yeah. I totally get that. But it's like, man, if they came out with like a fully animated series like that, I would watch it. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've said before on plenty of episodes, that was a, a that was a massive plosive. plosive. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> I've said it before on plenty of episodes that like, I cannot fucking stand animated anything. Other than like the stuff that I have to watch because I have kids. Yeah. But like I would watch this if this were a show. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Yeah. But, so, here, here's a question. 
is Sam Jackson pissed off that somebody else got a purple lightsaber. Oh, my <laughs> oh 100%. <laughs> you know, 100%. he's like, ah, ah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it looks great. Looks Only motherfucker's supposed to have a purple lightsaber Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks good, though. looks it, very it good. Looks, it super does. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, we well, can t- you're, you're trying to decide what we're going to get into next, right? Yeah. Okay, before we do the rewatch, sure. There's some other trailers that came out, namely Doctor Strange. Yeah, two. yeah, uh, and Ring of Power, and Ring of yeah, and right, the Rings of Power. Um, trailer. Is it Ring or I think it's Ring of Power, isn't Rings. it? Oh, okay, I'm Rings. Wrong. Yeah, it goes into the history of all the rings. Uh, we've all watched it. Yep. Yeah. I Frank is the resident. Uh, Lord of the Rings Tolkien guy. guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The Tolkien white guy. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't looked too much into this trailer yet because I'm kind of like, I'm still trying to process. It's a lot of information that they're like, there's, at yeah, it cuts away a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to take place. The show takes place. What? Third, Second age. So like a thousand years before the events of well, fellowship. So, um, the third, like the, the events of, you know, let's just say the Lord of the Rings, that all takes place in the year 33 or 34 something of the third age. So we're talking five, 6,000 years before those events that have been filmed take take place. Yeah. This, there's like a lot that there's not a lot of, uh, um, evolution that takes place in middle earth. No, no, no. They stay the same. Well, sort of. I think. I think. I think that's going to change. I think that viewpoint will change during this because there is a lot that happens during second age. The second age. Yeah, the second so, age is probably the where the most shit happens in terms of like the first through third ages. And uh, I forget where I was going with that. But, um, <laughs> you know what? Come back to me. I forget. Yeah. Um, but I, it it looks really good though. Like I. You know, it, it's a lot of just quick little flashes yeah, yeah. of. But they're trying you know, to cover characters. a lot to get you interested. Exactly. Now, yeah, it's a teaser. I'm yeah. interested to see. Uh, so in the Lord of the Rings series, we got like a lot more of the the dwarfs mm-hmm. war, right? And yep. and this looks like it's going to take place and like show us a lot more of like the Elven lore. Yeah. Um, I was like, I watched the trailer. I thought it was great. I'm very interested in seeing it. I love Lord of the Rings and that whole franchise. Like the Tolkien verse, but uh, right. I, 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 obviously, like in seeing all this stuff on Twitter and Facebook and whatever, you see a lot of the pushback. Yeah, and a lot of the pushback on this one was like, <laughs> why is there a black elf? And if that's the biggest problem people have right. with the show, like, it, I think it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it felt very nitpicky. Yeah, a like, lot hey. of the stuff was wicked nitpicky. Like they like so Galadriel is in the <laughs> is in the trailer. Yep, and like okay so like the scene in the trailer where like you see this person like hanging off a snowy cliff yep that's yep. galadriel okay so a lot of people are like why does she look so different and it's like because they couldn't cast kate blanchett yeah you know yeah. third you know three thousand years younger like yeah. so yeah she's elrond is in it too and he's a totally different actor yeah. so it's like it's all those little tiny things which i feel like people just can't go like they're just trying to tell a story. Grogu doesn't yeah. look like a fucking Yoda yet. I mean, he does, but not like well, a real Yoda. Sure, you know, but doesn't look like a. a <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm, I'm pumped up for it. I don't have a lot to say about the trailer because, like I said, it was just a minute long teaser. Yeah, I, I mean, it's know? still like I think it's, it's like, what one thing that you can take away from it is that okay, so the 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 series budget, it's a billion dollars. 
right? For the, the what? Yeah, that's so, insane. That's yeah, nuts. So Amazon to to get the rights, they had to buy the rights from the Tolkien estate. And they also part of that guarantee was that there's going to be a five season minimum. Oh, to yes. this. so wow. I knew they signed on for like holy I didn't shit, know seasons. It was five right? Seasons. So, but the, do we know how long the seasons are? are we they don't be like six, eight, <laughs> two or episodes. I'm guessing they're going to do the the Game of Thrones thing and probably go around around, around ten episodes yeah. a season. Yeah. I'm guessing, you know, I, I'd say yeah, I'd say eight to ten, eight to ten episodes. Right, I, I have no problem watching that. It's like when we start getting into thirteen episodes, twenty two right. episodes, yeah. and I'm like, okay, guys, yeah. So, so like, there's that's, a lot. Of, there's a lot of story to tell here, but that's a lot. Yeah. Right. Though. So the billion, the billion dollars, inc- like most of that was the purchase of the rights from yeah. the Tolkien estate. Yeah. Also, another proviso is that the Tolkien estate has to sign off on everything they do. Yeah. So like, this isn't one of these things where like, you know, in Game of Thrones, they really took some liberties with George R. R. Martin because the story wasn't complete. Yeah. Well, these these stories are complete. Yeah, now. these are written. And, and yeah. Exactly. And there's an extremely diehard fan base that follows yeah. all this stuff. So the Tolkien estate was like, no, listen, like either we're in or you don't get it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think it's a smart move for them. Right now. They don't get sure. They don't get final sign off on like everything, but it has to meet their standards, you know, or else, or else it just won't go forward or it won't be included, you know, but, but like, I think this season, the first season, the budget total was over a hundred million dollars that's not ridiculous yeah so Holy you're t- you're talking the budget of like a major motion picture you know first for couple a, mcu movies yeah for yeah. for a you know just a tv show and I, personally i thought the money was there like you could see it oh absolutely yeah. oh yeah no it looked like it definitely got me interested right and i'm pumped to see what they as far as like the filming goes like what they pull in like practically versus special effects yeah, yeah. they did film in new zealand you know, which makes sense. I, I guess from now on, it's going to be filmed up in uh, in Europe, in oh. England. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just it's, just for logistics. But two things I want to kind of say about it is, yeah. uh, you can tell that uh, you know um, who the fuck owns uh, Amazon. Bezos? Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is a huge fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Two. Well, didn't Bezos sell all of his like sell the majority share in Amazon? Or something no he just stepped down as ceo oh that's yeah. what it was okay. because he you know got yeah. in trouble and got well, divorced and, yeah, and rocket man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> i think that's Fuck. where his focus is not I, so much on lord of the rings and two like <laughs> it, it it's good that somebody's actually trying to take a stab at getting people interested in it again because like yeah. the nobody it was only the diehards that really paid attention to the hobbit I guess like yeah. a lot of people were into the, the whole fellowship series yeah. yeah. because you, you know, I don't, it sounds so like lame saying it, but like you, you followed Elijah Wood, you followed, um, Sean Astin. Right. And yeah, you watched yeah. it. You started watching it at least because of them, because they had yeah. pretty good careers. Right. But now like, I'm, I'm really hoping it's going to be good because it looks really good. It looks really good. I'm sure. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think they're going to hit the mark, yeah, especially think- with, having the uh sign off yeah yeah i think it's i think it's going to be really good and i the one thing i do like about the whole like Tol- tolkien versus uh and the fact that tolkien states like still involved is like they don't get too far from the source material like they right. do get they do get away from it a little bit at certain points but like yeah every movie does every move every director is going to take liberties so right it's like uh I like that they stay like pretty close to the source material. I thought the Hobbit was 
weird in the sense that they took one book and stretched it out over three movies. I yeah. thought it could have been done in one or two. Yeah. But, um, but I, I have a lot of faith that this show is going to be good and we're going to get like some more expanded lore. And like, I love that kind of stuff. I yeah. love expanding the lore of any universe. I love, I love, you know, like the, the star Wars expanded lore. Like I said, with right. the book of Boba Fett, I love that they're expanding this lore. Yeah. And I like when they do it in the comics and, and, uh, and like in Marvel and DC, not so much DC, DC doesn't know what they're doing. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but in Marvel, like they do a good job of expanding the lore. Like I'm, and this is good. Do we have an unpopular opinion section on this show? We do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hold off on what I was All about right. to say. Yeah. That's good. Then. Cause we do have, it's a segment. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I don't know. I'm pumped. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Looks great. Yes. Which brings us to our next, uh, segment. Also a trailer. Yeah. Dr. Strange, which I haven't really fully watched yet. Okay. But. I, I'm so fully prepared to talk about this. Actually, I have a list of stuff that's on my face. You know what? I don't even need the list. I know everything I want to talk about with this trailer. All right, let's, okay. And let's, we're going to take a second. We're going to watch this trailer. Uh, we're back. And I yeah. like, if you're not excited for this, you can get the fuck out. No, I'm excited okay. for this. Okay. So like, <laughs> I don't know if he's filled you in on how I feel about. He's marveled the fuck out. MCU. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm burnt out on it. Well, I mean, after 20, what, four movies yeah. and yeah, no, six the, shows, like I, people are going to experience I get like the like superhero decade, burnout. Yeah. You, you know, a decade, decade of plus, basically yeah. the same style of movie same over formula, and yeah. over and over again. At least everything's looking different. Yeah. Like I, and believe me up until what last year, like WandaVision, I, I, it was hard for me to start getting excited again. Like after okay. at, like, because end game, because the end, like that phase yeah. three ended it so strongly. And it was so like, it was so fucking yeah. good. It yeah. was so good. Like I was ready for that to end and it ended yeah. and it, and it landed, it stuck the landing for me. And because of that, it's like, great button it up. It's so done. You here, know, here's the thing about so. th- that is, uh, I agree a hundred percent. I thought they did a great job at creating a saga over the course of 23 movies yep. that like I care. And like I've collected comic books since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather got me into it and it's just stuck. Yeah. And to see the infinity saga play out live over the course of 10, 10, 11 years. I, uh, I was just so invested. And then when it ended, you're right. I was like, this, this is an ending. Like, it oh, feels they final. It. They, yeah. it, it was great. And I was moved. And like, I was just like, I had that closure that like, yeah. we as certain fans of certain like nerdums love. And, uh, and then when they brought in phase four and one division, I was like, okay, clearly they're going to do some sort of multiverse thing. And when they, intru- sure. when they introduced the dark hold, I was like, we're, th- we're doing the house of M and this movie. I'm excited for the house of M. This movie. So this movie looks like it's going to be a mashup of like everything. The house of M, uh, where you monsters. So? Yep. I a hundred percent. And I'm going to tell you why, but I think we're going to see a house of M type story. Um, on the Scarlet Witch's like part, um, I think we're going to see a Where Monsters Dwell. They're going to pull a lot from Where Monsters Dwell uh, I'm not for Doctor Strange. That. I'll get into that in a little bit. And it looks like if you compare the trailer that we just watched to 
the What If series that they released on Disney Plus. Okay. It looks like they took that series and converted a lot of it over to live action. There's there's been a lot of comparison. Yeah, a lot of tying in of of the what if thing that a lot of people are doing and be like, oh no, look at that, look at that, yep. look at that, look at that. You know, exactly. Like, so like the yeah. the parts where you see like the buildings and turning into like inky black stuff. They yes. did that in what if yes they did. Mm-hmm. Uh they did and I'm okay so we can talk about now that we've all watched the trailer, they, they're introducing live action Marvel zombies, which was a big point in uh, what if we see, uh, we don't, we don't only see our universe as Dr. Strange. We see defender strange uh, who was awesome in the comics, by the way. And then we also see sinister strange and then we see zombie strange. So we're going to see at least three different versions of Dr. Strange. Uh, we're, and I think we're going to see the same thing with the Scarlet witch. But here's the thing. If we're doing a multiverse thing, we can't forget that in the comic books, and it looks like in the movies that the Scarlet Witch is a Nexus being. There's not multiples of her across reality. So every time we see the Scarlet Witch and then Wanda. Oh shit, she is a Nexus being. Yep. Right, yeah. So every time we see the Scarlet Witch and Wanda in the same scene, that's the same person, just two different sides of her. Yep. So I'm just super interested in how they're going to play this out. Um, and then like we can talk about like the Easter eggs and like my speculation, like the, the, the tentacle being that we see, I originally, I was like, that is Shuma Gorath. I bought every copy of Marvel premiere numbers five and 10 that I could. The first appearances of Shuma Gorath. Marvel doesn't have the rights to Shuma Gorath right now. They sold them off. So, uh, they just retconned it into Gargantos, which has huger implications for the MCU going forward because Gargantos is an Atlantean creature. I think that when they showed uh, Patrick, when they showed well, when they showed Patrick Stewart on the Illuminati panel, because that's mm-hmm. what that was. Yeah, it's the yep. Illuminati. Yeah. Um, the existence of Gargantos implies the existence of Namor in this movie. Yeah, I knew. Th- I knew that. Yeah, and I think we're. I think everybody knows that they cast Tainar Cuerta uh, in an undisclosed role for Black Panther two. I think. In Black Panther 2, we're going to see the Avengers vs. X-Men uh, uh, storyline where Atlantis floods Wakanda. I think that's how they're going to explain away T'Challa's death. And uh, and I think that before we see that movie, I think we're going to see Namor <laughs> on the Council of the Illuminati. I also think we're going to see Reed Richards. Yeah. I this Okay, so going seeing that, it's like, okay, so we've got Professor X, right? Yep. And I think that that is going to be the tie-in. I think now, because remember when the Phase Four teaser happened, mm-hmm. and it was very clearly the Fantastic Four yep. Yep. logo. Yeah, I think now we're going to actually really start seeing some of that. Yeah, because I more directly. Yeah, because you know, I don't think we're going to get another Fantastic Four origin well, movie. Well, they made like the tongue-in-cheek reference in WandaVision of Quicksilver be- being played by. Yeah, yeah, yep. like Pietro pl- being played by yes. the X Men. Quicksilver. Yeah. So like obviously they're going there, but like, yeah, like you said, so like they're I, really gonna bring in I feel like wasn't Reed Richards on the Illuminati? He was on the Illuminati. Yeah. Namor was um Namor, Black Bolt, um yep. oh, Black fuck. Panther. Yep. And then there's somebody else. Doctor Strange and uh hold on. <sighs> Professor X, Doctor Strange, Namor, Black Bolt, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man was. And if then you, uh, and and then Captain America forced his way on. So the, if uh, you see, if you look at the video and you watch it, the um, uh, 
the panel for the Illuminati, yep. you see um what's his name? Uh he was in the first one. Uh Jesus. No. Oh, uh, Mordo. Yeah, Mordo. Mordo. Like he he is walking my in the panel. Of, <laughs> so I don't know that that's necessarily it looks Mordo. Exactly it looks like, like him, him, but I think and hear me out. Um there's been a lot of speculation that Brother Voodoo shows up in this movie. I don't know who Brother Voodoo is. So Brother Voodoo was the Sorcerer Supreme uh, after Doctor Strange in, in Strange Tales 168 and 169. Those are his first appearances. Okay. He um, becomes Doctor Strange. Uh, he's essentially a, a ghost, I guess a ghost, and he inhabits the body of his brother. And uh, His brother Mordo? No. no so no, <laughs> but... Here's what I'm thinking. Mordo's costume in this trailer is different. Is different. And the fact that he has long dreadlocked hair makes me think that they're going to do some kind of retcon where they're going to pull like elements from Mordo and elements from Brother Voodoo and make him uh, amalgamation. Uh, yeah, bigger than he was in the comics. And, uh, and I'm really interested to see where that goes. Um, I had a lot of theories going forward that Mordo because they referred to him as Baron Mordo was going to end up actually being doom. But that seems unlikely now I can admit when I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this, this trailer is great. We talked about the Illuminati. We talked about uh, Gargantos Atlantis. So I guess we should talk about uh, the fact that superior Iron Man is probably showing up in this. What makes you think that? So, <laughs> I've watched this trailer, no joke, easily like 30 times. I can, I can vouch for that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that scene where they, they, they clearly show um, Monica Rambeau. They show uh, yeah. uh, Tion Paris as Monica Rambeau flying around. Apparently, she's got a real hold of her powers now. I don't know how long it's been since the events of WandaVision. Is that, is that the um, bolt you see going? So, no. And I'll tell you why I think that. Because I... <laughs> I like freeze froze the video and like slow mode it freeze frame by frame. It. You free fro yeah. freeze froze it. Freeze froze. Where's the time? Freeze froze. Freeze froze by the seashore. I, I went by, I went frame by frame. And at one point it's clear enough that you can make out the, you know, the superior Iron Man thing. It's not like a full face mask. It's just that it looks like a tiara and then yep. it comes down around his face. And then the Ultron sentries, look like the Ultron sentries from the superior Iron Man comic. I, I had a buddy right here uh, say that uh, the Professor X we see is actually a variant Professor X. Right. And I think that's an interesting theory because, I mean, obviously they're shuffling in now that we know that uh, like the spider, the Sony spider verse is like a, a Marvel pocket reality. And then like, so I'm assuming Fox, X-Men is also a pocket a reality. Yeah, right. Okay. Yep. So uh so I'm assuming that like the Fox X-Men reality is another another reality that we pulled yeah uh, that we pulled Professor X out of and I don't think that it's going to end up being the same Professor X that we see long term in the MCU only because Patrick Stewart is the, the man's got one foot in the X-Men and one foot in the grave. So like, huh. it's like, <laughs> he's, well, he's getting older. He's up there, He's dude. older. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, even if you watch like Star Trek Picard, it's like, exactly. And like, we're not yeah. going to get, we're not going to get like a uh, six or eight movies out of him. Right. So they're going to cast somebody younger. I think they have an idea of who they want already. And 
I, I just I trust Kevin Feige and like the Marvel creative team to like make the right call. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. Another thing that came up is uh Captain Carter in the trailer. I didn't see Captain Carter in the trailer at all. It, I guess at some point during the trailer, there's a really quick flash of a shield okay and it looks more like captain I, carter's I, shield I than did captain see, america i did see that on the the poster that was released with the yes, trailer yes i did yeah, see that yeah, i know what yeah. you're talking about yeah and then everybody's like i also saw deadpool in the tra- i didn't see deadpool no, i didn't post. Post. I don't I don't deadpool. it was like uh coming in now what's it called pareidolia when you like your brain makes sense of like just random oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i uh i think that's what people are getting i don't if they're going to introduce Deadpool, now's a great time. Yeah. Um, I think they could do it. I think they could, but I don't think I they're, don't going, think they're to. going to. I think we're going to get Professor X, and I think that's about as much as a, a mutant we're going to get. Right. So. And and so, okay, so like, let's say Superior Iron Man comes in. Yeah. Is it going to be Downey Jr.? I don't think so. No, no. no. So. I, hold on. Wait, up. wait. No, 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 no. I think I might have a crazier theory than you. Tom Cruise. I had the same theory. Did you? Ah, I did. All right. Yep. I think so, it's going to be I Tom Cruise. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I could see it. Yeah. No. Yep. No, I think Tom Wait, Cruise. I did hear that. I so, did hear Tom Cruise was on the set at some point. Tom Cruise. Or there was um, rumors. Yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise was going to be pegged to be Iron Man. Ori- originally. Uh, originally. Yeah. You know. And he's wanted to play a version of Iron Man like in a multiverse type yeah. setting forever. He's, so he's I not think, been very secretive about it. You know? So I think we're going to see Tom Cruise end up as the superior Iron Man for this one and only movie. I don't think we're going to get him forever. No, Could. I don't think so. But I think, I think we're going to see uh Tom Cruise superior Iron Man. I think we're going to see uh Namor. I think, I don't know that we're going to see black bolt, but I think given the fact that they're doing a Miss Marvel show and she isn't inhuman, that it's possible that Black Bolt shows up. Um, I just don't I'm think it's super likely. excited for Miss Marvel. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I before I saw any trailer for it, I was super pumped, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, "There's a trailer." <laughs> yeah. No. There was a. There was a little uh, TV spot trailer that they did, and it shows her using her powers, and it shows her in her suit, and. I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah, she, I don't know. The girl, I forget the girl's name that's playing her, and she's she does a great job at portraying a child with newfound abilities. Uh, but what they did was they adjusted. Iman Vellani. Yep, yep, okay. I'm in, Iman Vellani, yeah, it was it. And uh, what, she, what they did was they adjusted her power set. So instead of being a polymorph like Reed Richards is, her powers now more closely resemble that of a green lantern mm. if that makes sense and uh oh if they're doing that i'm out <laughs> and uh <clears throat> i i just i i don't know how i feel about like i don't know how i feel about the adjustment of the powers again it's something i'm right. gonna have to like reserve judgment on until i see it but i'm just not excited for it like i am about like say dr strange or moon knight or something like that yeah. i i'm uh i'm much more invested in, in those shows um, because like I said, I'm, I'm a real purist when it comes to, comes to comics and, uh, I just don't, I don't like that. They adjusted her power set so far away from what it originally was. So, yeah. Um, the point I wanted to make about it is like, I've been a Sam Raimi fan forever. Right. 
I love Evil Dead. I love all that shit. And mm-hmm. like at first, like the first minute and a half of the the whole trailer, yeah, it's like oh, it just looks like a Marvel movie with like a little more like darker tones. And then they bring in like so many fucking things that's straight up Sam Raimi. Yeah, like uh, the fact that the blood on Wanda's face and the yeah. zoom into her eye—that is a straight up Sam Raimi show. Oh, absolutely. But bringing the oh, what the fuck? Which version of uh, Doctor Strange is it? Zombie Doctor Strange. Zombie Strange. The yeah. Doctor the zombie Doctor Strange or Zombie Strange is legit like a hundred and fifty seven percent fucking Sam Raimi. Yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah and it's it that that makes me happy that makes me extremely happy about it i um, i don't think he can do wrong all, all that stuff that we just talked about is fantastic yeah a lot of it went over my head however what the reason why the real reason why i'm excited to see this um well a so so dr strange is in my like top five or six of the original marvel yeah. movies fucking loved it you know, yeah I, I I very very few complaints Love Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor. Mm-hmm. Everything that he's ever been in, I don't like is is awesome. He plays a villain like better than any like yeah. hero or or positive figure that he's ever played. And to see the dark aspects mm-hmm. of Doctor Strange, you know, portrayed by him, I think it's gonna be fucking great. And it's great because yeah. in the comics, Doctor Strange gets weird. Yeah, like, it gets dark. Oh yeah, and uh, I remember. Like I'm, I'm not well versed in Doctor Strange, but I know it, it fucking it gets dark. Oh, it he gets, deals yeah. with all kinds of weird stuff. And like I thought they did a cool job in the first movie of showing us who Doctor Strange is. I was kind of let down with Dormammu, but I don't think that's the last we're going to see of him. Um, I'm excited to see Doctor Strange or Benedict Cumberbatch play different versions yes. of Doctor. Like I'm excited to see him play villain strange and I'm excited to see him play like hero, like the hero strange. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being like a hero, he's the hero I, when he's defenders. So I well, will, you I, know, like star Trek into darkness. Yeah. Like yeah. Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking scary. So that's exactly yeah. what yeah. I was going scary. to say. Is, like, like, like that, that movie, it's like, okay. So the original, like, uh, Rathacon, like, uh, what's I, I uh, had, well, Ricardo Montalban, right? Not, invested at all not that scary yeah it, 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 you know but when considering so, how ruthless Khan was exactly he was ruthless but it was all psychological yes yeah he was so, a mastermind tactician exactly so i went when we when into darkness came out and it was like oh my god okay so you know yes he, incredibly intelligent ruthless but then he got fucking scary. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, that's great. And, and no other actor I think could have pulled that off. So that's why I'm really excited. You were talking about Benedict Cumberbatch. Like he, it, like if you were to the one, <laughs> fuck, if you were to describe him in one word, or the best trait he has is being able to portray like a sardonic attitude. Yeah. Like it, it, good or bad. Yeah. And especially bad. He's a like, chameleon. Yes. He's a bit yeah, of a he's chameleon. He's fucking great. He has the range. Yep. And I, yeah. I'm so glad they picked him for Dr. Strange. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I got a, I got a couple questions here from a, from a buddy on Instagram. Sure. He says, uh, he says that Wanda will be the main villain for multiverse no. of madness. Now I think they've done a great job of like implying that there will be multiple villains in multiverse of madness. And I think that, the Scarlet Witch one. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Throwing fucking Throwing shrapnel shit. at me. I think that Ass the Scarlet hat. Witch. I think that the Scarlet Witch Wanda Maximoff might play 
as a villain, but not the villain of the movie. Like she's right. going to be like the devil we see. And then there's going to be a devil that we don't. I know you mentioned something mm-hmm. about there being like, they, they, they want to, they're going to do a little bit of the house of M. Yeah. I feel like they took a lot of house of M from WandaVision. So you started to see them introduce elements of house of M. And I thought we were going to get it when, uh, the beekeeper comes out of the, the great, yeah. and she says, yes. no, but it's just a, like a hard reset. I was like, that, that 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 right there is quintessential House of M. I think that more than likely, the trailer hasn't shown us who the big bad is going to be in Doctor Strange. Um, my sneaking suspicion, and I'm going to need you to roll with me on this one, uh, internet and people listening. Um, I think it's going to be Nightmare but not in the traditional version that we see him. Um, Everybody's been like, we want Mephisto. We want to see Mephisto, 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 Mephisto. I want to see Mephisto. I would love to see Mephisto. I think I'm going to, I'm going to jump on what you just said. I think nightmare is going to be a part of it, but I think he's going to take the form of King. No, I I think we're going to see. But the only reason I say that is because you start to see when every, that whole thing, when there's on, um, the fucking temple. Uh, yeah, yeah. You see the the gray cloud, and it looks like Azeroth. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, I think that's more than likely uh, the red Scar- herring, the Scarlet Witch, and a red herring. I think we're gonna see Nightmare, but not in the traditional form. I think we're gonna see them do what Marvel does and uh, amalgamate elements of Mephisto into oh, uh, into I, Nightmare yeah. only okay. because they're going to have problems in the Chinese market trying to get a devil image uh, yeah. into, into the Chinese market because yeah. they're really strict oh, about that stuff. Super strict. But they're not, uh, they, they'd be fine with like a creature like nightmare. Who's just a multidimensional being. Right. Um, so I think we're going to see that. And I think we're going to see an amalgamation of nightmare and Mephisto. Um, I thought it was really cool that the trailer opened with the dark hold magic. He opened the dark hold. And I think all of those little orbs are, different realities that Wanda's been searching for, uh, for her kids. The twins. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It looks good. (laughs) good. Although I will say I was, I was a little bit let down because, you know, Sam Raimi directing it. I thought it was going to be much more horror. So originally, it was suppo- originally it was supposed to be. That was yeah. all. The, that was all the. Like, I, th- the I thought that's the why they tapped, that. tapped Sam Raimi. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was. I, you I know, thought that I, was the original plan as well. Yeah, and I don't like horror movies that much at all. But you know, I was looking forward to it in the Marvel Cinematic. Universe. I think we're going to see how that was pulled off. I think we're going to see Marvel's version of uh, of a horror movie in this. It, yeah. It's not like they've been driving towards it a yeah. little bit. Like WandaVision was definitely like it had. The, the horror element. Um, I think what we're going to end up seeing is like uh Marvel's version of a horror movie. Like the, the Marvel zombies we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we saw Rintra in the trailer who teaches at strange Academy. Um, and is like a, a he's a magician or a, a wizard or a sorcerer, I guess, whatever wizards wear hats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think, um, I think we're going to see a lot of Sam Raimi a la Spider-Man, uh, Sam Raimi, where he just takes a superhero movie and makes a really good superhero movie minus Spider-Man three. 
Um, whoa, 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 whoa. You, Spider-Man just, 3 wasn't good. I'm fucking aware. I was uh, joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, you had me there for a minute. But I think we're going to yeah. see Sam Raimi start to introduce elements of horror in, uh, in Doctor Strange. I don't think we're going to get a full-blown Marvel horror movie. But I think we're heading in that direction with like Moon Knight and we're supposed to get Werewolf by Night, yeah. which means we'll probably get Vampire by Night. Uh, so I think we're going to see a horror movie. I don't think it's going to be Multiverse of Madness. Hmm. That's, yeah. <clears throat> I, I Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no other words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's going to be phenomenal. It's I, be, I oh, think yeah, it's going oh, to oh, reignite. Yeah, no, and yeah. it's going to be amazing. We are getting a Marvel horror movie in Blade. You can't yeah, tell me. I you can't tell no. me that that's not going to be a horror movie. Uh, I think we've already seen Dracula in the MCU, and I think it's Ethan Hawke um, in the Moon Knight show. I think we're going to get Blade. Well, I know we're going to get Blade, and I think what they're going to end up doing is setting up a new Midnight Suns team. I don't um, know who any of that is. Yeah, same. <laughs> so the Midnight Suns were a team of heroes that dealt with the paranormal. In, in Marvel, uh, it was the original team was a weird. It was like the son of Satan, uh, Ghost Rider, Blade, and there were a couple others. However, I think this team is going to be the newer team where they have Moon Knight on the team and they have Blade and they have uh, the Black Knight. You want any icy water to bring out those low notes? And uh, <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, see where it goes. Um, but yeah, thank you for reminding me about Blade. Yeah. I, I never really considered Blade to be horror, I guess. I mean, it's, it's because it's you're very it's vampire because you're, centric. You're, uh, you're comparing it to Wesley Snipes' Blade. That wasn't, it wasn't nearly comic enough. No, I think Mahershala Ali's Blade is going to be a real dark take on the character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, we're running a little long. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh. Um, pull it together. So I think. I think. I think we're not going to talk about Kanye Come because on, fuck just that. Two words. No, two oh, words. Fuck, dude. We're not that kind of a podcast. What? How is this nerdy? Zeitgeist. Okay, great. Okay, so um, Ivan Reitman died. That really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, it, I. I'm probably the most invested in this. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, and probably. I, I tell you, like, it fucking hurt. Like, it hurt. Yeah. It, it hurt almost as much as when I found out Harold Williams died. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I was 20 nine-year-old man crying my fucking eyes out when i heard harold ramus died oh yeah because like i was attached to egon yeah yeah and it this sucks like he is the father of ghostbusters he and he, it's not even that it was a lot of the comedies in the 80s and 90s yeah he did. fucking he did spies like us kinder, no not spies kindergarten like cops uh he did an animal house yeah he did yeah he did a lot of like really big cult comedies uh, right in the 80s and 90s and like those were the movies that i grew up on yeah so like sure. when he passed I, I i mean like i wasn't as emotionally invested like i know that you're like a big ghostbusters guy and like all that stuff but i like when he passed i was still like hey this kind of sucks yeah oh yeah no for no. sure he has as a producer he has hands in a lot of movies you would never think like he did six days seven nights road trip evolution uh euro trip uh i love you man yeah phenomenal fucking movie yeah uh, uh 
And then he did Space Jam and Space Jam 2 and the new Space Jam, which we don't need to talk about because you know, I don't no. speak ill of the dead. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. you know, he's, he's just had his hand in a lot of the movies that like really like shaped us growing up. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, he's going to be missed like his contributions to like the art and like as a person, he's going to be missed. I think he had a, <clears throat> a great mind for, for ev- like comedy, he yep. had a great mind for seriousness. He passed that on to his son. Like, yeah, it, yeah, he was able to, he was able to infuse heart into a lot of the films and a yeah. lot of the yeah. projects that he was involved with. You know, like, yeah, okay, Ghostbusters is a, it's a comedy movie. It's, it's silly. Yeah, but it you was know, like, great. It's and silly, like, but it, but there's heart in it. And you yeah, know, the way, especially the new one. And the way he like kind of like nuances like real topical stuff into his movies i'm just like hey i really like i can appreciate i totally get what you mean and i also like the other thing to touch on is like the movies he does is like yeah they're conventional comedies yeah but they're not yeah yeah yeah, he, he did junior he did uh um Twins. He did Father's oh, yeah, Day. Right. Kindergarten twins. Cops. Kindergarten, yeah, kindergarten Cop. No yeah. Strings Attached. My yeah. Super Ex-Girlfriend. All of those are like, yeah, the, the concept is there. Right. But like, look at Father's Day. Father's Day was probably one of the most original comedies I've ever seen. Yeah. The, like two, like the two dad scenario and then them being friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. And twins, like <laughs> obviously fraternal twins cannot end up looking like that, <laughs> yeah. but they still fucking did it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. junior, junior, <laughs> just run junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yes. He so. will be terribly fucking this. Yeah. 100%. Sure. And yeah. Uh, so rest in peace, rest in peace. Ivan. Ivan. Right. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, we're, Movie rewatch. We're going to talk about fucking alien. Yeah. Um, we're going to go through it a oh, little yeah. quick. Yeah. Let, yeah. We can get through it, but I, it, sure. listen, I rewatched it and I have, I have some points. To yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I, I, I mean, it's nothing serious. This like, was, No, no, no. This one was my choice to, to, to do the rewatch. on. Yeah. And I still think it's, I think it's one of the best like sci-fi horror oh, yeah, movies no. I've ever Absolutely. watched to this it's day. Still especially up to this especially day. for yeah. the time so in 79, oh, yeah, 79, the fact that like the xenomorph yep. was so fucking scary. And all practical. Yes. Yeah. No, all no practical. There was a man in that yeah. suit. Yeah. You Sweating know? his fucking dick off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> now here's, here's like, I got like nitpicky about it. Cause I was like, I want to sure. have something fun to talk about. Whenever they're on the spaceship pre the alien attacking, they're not even wearing like spacesuits. They're not even wearing like the inside of a space. They are wearing like legitimate street clothes. Yeah, flannel shirts. The flannel yeah. shirt and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. bubble he was getting jacket, so mad bubble vest. I was like, hold up. I'd argue yeah. that it's it's enough in the future that like you can live in space like that. I think so. Yeah. I mean, but I would have. I to, can see that. You yeah. know, like. The suspension of disbelief has to apply at this because absolutely, I'm, I'm like sure. I have a hard time like wrapping my brain around the fact that there's a guy in space on a giant ship wearing Wranglers. Like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm like, it's oh. tough. It's yeah. tough. I think that just you know, because they're like, let, the great thing about <laughs> I just realized what you said. <laughs> yeah, the the great thing about 
the the crew on on the Nostromo is is they're they're blue collar people. Yeah. Yes. There, there's nothing special about these no. people really no. at, at all. You know, like the one just, guy who was a scientist wasn't even a person. Yeah. It so, turns out. It turns you know, out. You know, like um, so I think it made the crew very relatable in a pretty short amount of time because yes. things go wrong quickly. Like yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I mean the whole movie is what an hour and forty five minutes. So yeah. it's yeah. like twenty minutes in. We're battling a face hugger. Yeah, like, no, they, they get they get into it. Yeah, like, oh yeah. So, but I mean, at the end of the day, this movie really solidified Sigourney Weaver for me as like a sci-fi scream queen. You know, like and uh, it's funny because like she can touch anything and do well with it. You know what? Yeah. I uh, I was watching it today and I was like, I think Sigourney Weaver is a tremendous actor. Oh yeah, but I was like. Dang, she's really attractive. And I don't know if it's yeah. just because of what I'm going through in my personal life at the moment. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I'm not Sigourney, we- Sigourney Weaver is really, really pretty. Yeah. Oh, did I just unzip my pants? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? But, uh, yeah. It's escalated quickly. No, seriously. Yeah. yeah. yeah but like yeah, no, the one no, scene true. where she was like in her underwear and like you get like the butt crack flash. I was like. The butt crack oh, flash. I was, like, I was like, I should call her. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> we were friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I Honestly, like. It was done amazingly. Like I saw mm-hmm. this, I watched it this past week, but the I, I got a chance to go see it in a theater like three or four years ago, oh, and it oh, was wow. amazing. That yes. believe it. it was like two bucks, and yeah, uh, the you know Agawam, yeah, yeah, you know that little family theater in Agawam. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Right there, I saw that with my brother, and like, yeah. like holy fuck. It, well, you know that um, you know that Fathom Events like movie thing, like they they're. They they put on like the Studio Ghibli like yeah. Yeah, in the yeah, theater things. A couple of those. They also do like the Alien like I think on Halloween or whatever like for two nights they'll put like Alien out in the theaters. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, I know they did it in Boston last year at like that that uh, uh, the the, cool, the Regal. Uh, yeah, okay. The yeah, Regal yeah, that's yeah. like right on the common, you yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, this movie like obviously horror wasn't. <clears throat> I think this movie like kind of redefined horror. Okay, yeah. In a sense. I think so. I think I think it what it did is it made it made horror way more it, it for me like Suspenseful. so this is the kind of horror that I like where it's psychological. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a thriller more than it is a yeah, horror. Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's not, where I was kind of going with it. It's not disturbing yeah. to, yes. to an extent. They, you know, they like, didn't overly rely on jump scares. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it's it's right. more so yeah. the stalking. It's the And you don't see the alien the xenomorph like a tremendous that's, amount that's but why it's I'll fucking tell you scary what, i'll tell you yeah. what yeah from the first time i saw that movie to today watching it um that uh pov shot of ridley of ripley running yeah through the uh through this the ship yep every time it just freaks me out because it's just so disorienting and yes. jarring the way they yep. move the camera yeah you get you get you get to go inside the character's headspace for a minute yeah and there. you're just you're there and you're in it and it's just like dang like i forgot like this movie was made in 1979 yeah. it and so it still holds up today no, it was made in 78 it came out in 78 it absolutely came out in 79 made in 78 and like as my associate sam here has told me <laughs> it's uh this movie was just so far ahead of its time because like I, everything in the sh- in the movie was practical, but they made it look so cutting edge. And I know star Wars did it a few years earlier sure. with, with a uh, new hope and stuff, but like to see that and then 
be like, wow, they built this on a grand scale and everything is practical effects. It's not CGI. And to pull it off and like make that kind of movie at that time, I was just like, this is impressive. Yeah. And it's weird because like, yeah, Star Wars came out two years before one year. Yep. Uh, Two years, 1977. So like Star Wars, uh, we've, I've told you, I've had little gripes with Star Wars, especially like the, the rotoscoping. Sure. Like that, Uh, obviously, but like this, there are some points in this movie where like, you're like, that looks fucking real. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like the, it was hard to, obviously when you watch a movie, like suspension of disbelief is the thing. And this obviously you would, but like you almost didn't have to. No, yeah, there, there was very little effort involved yeah. in you going like, okay, well, you know, I'm in the movie now. It's uh, You what? were there. you know, And you know what I think honestly does it? There's there's a couple things that do it. You touched on it earlier when you talk about how like you don't see the alien. Yeah. That's why it's fucking scary. Exactly. They did the same thing with Jaws where it was like yeah. you don't see yep. the, the threat and all the time. That's why the shark like, was the, scary. The presence is always there and yep. that's what makes it scary. It's like the whole entire time that that alien is on that ship and we all know it. Yeah. No one's sleeping. You, you, know, you know, like, like that, that from there on the rest of the movies, like it's heart pounding. Yeah. It's I feel like, like that's, exactly. that's how they sort of reel you in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, man, these guys are fucked. Yeah. yeah. And you're and, just, you're just watching them try their asses off to not be fucked. Yeah. yeah. You're along and, for the ride. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and, um, but so, so that I think does a lot to it. The opening sequence Mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't talk about, you know, it's just that like, kind of like weird panning shot of yep. like the, of space and, and the, the, the letters are very, almost very slowly fading in and you yep. don't know what is going on. And then you start seeing little bits of like the a mm-hmm. and the L that right there puts you at a, it, it's, it makes you uneasy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, That's a it's, great way to describe the movie is like the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm just like, so yeah, you sort like, of don't know, you know, what's right. going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen. They're exactly. Building the anticipation from the moment that, that like the, mm-hmm. s- the beginning crawl starts and you're just like, yeah, when's it coming? And that's the feeling like that's the tone set for the whole movie. Like right. once the alien gets loose on the ship, it's like, when's it coming? And like, yeah. where is it? And like, we got to find it before it finds us. And like, I can honestly say that I think alien was the first movie I watched where I was genuinely rattled. Now, mind you, I watched it when I was like a child. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My uncle was like, you're watching this. Yeah, no, I had the same experience. And then, I was uh, like, check this out. Well, like I was genuinely rattled. And f- the fact that like I watched that movie when I was, I don't know, f- six, seven years old with my uncle. And he was like, it's all fake. And I was like, this is a real possibility. Tell that yeah, to my exactly. And then, <laughs> then watching it now yeah. today at 37 years old and being like, actually, this is still a real possibility. Yeah. Uh, you're like, it's, even more it's so unsettling. Now. And I, yeah, even more so now. And like, actually, I don't know about even more so now, like aliens are definitely looking at this planet and being oh, like, sure. you know what? We're just going to wait. Let's just avoid this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the dark forest theory. Like, yeah. they're like, we're not going there, <laughs> but, um, like, but, uh, the other thing that happens really well and, and, um, Ridley Scott is a master at this is twists. Yep. Yes. You know? So like, okay. So Kane goes out and he gets attacked by the face hugger mm-hmm. and you know, okay. The face hugger dies and you're kind of like, oh, okay. Thank God. Kane's going to be okay. Yeah. And then man, like real quick, like yeah. I, I love it how he, it doesn't, he doesn't even let it build. It's like, yeah, okay. You think he's going to be okay. He's sitting there eating his Caesar salad or and whatever the fuck. Dead. And then all of a sudden, 
the chest burster scene. Yeah. Now, happens. Yeah. You know, like the, that's that's a twist, man. See, I loved that scene because when I uh not obviously not when I was a kid, but like when I watched it when I was a little older, I was like, oh, he's having a seizure. Right. You know? Right. And like the whole time he's not having the seizure. And then in my head, I start thinking, well, like, wouldn't it be annoying if I wasn't having a seizure and there was an alien ripping outside of me from the inside and everybody keeps trying to put a spoon in my mouth? Right. Like, right. I was like, cause that guy was like really trying to get the spoon in his mouth to yeah. make sure he didn't bite his tongue. And thank you for that, I guess. But like, yeah, to give the guy a second, he's dying. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Sorry. You go ahead. No, interesting. So interesting thing about that scene. So, um, they knew they were filming the chest burster scene yeah. and all that type of stuff. Okay. It's going to happen. And, the, and they're going for reactions. What they didn't know was that there was going to be practical blood splatter Oh. on the day and they didn't know how much oh yeah so yeah, like yeah. like ridley That's scott purposefully yeah he like held all that information back okay. from the actors so those reactions that you see are just visible. genuine totally genuine because they weren't expecting that that's sick that's like what that, i was saying earlier yeah yeah that, he, that he was, was my associate sam was telling me that earlier <laughs> yeah where uh where like you know they knew that they were shooting that scene, but they didn't know the extent of the scene. Right. And, uh, so, and it was all like, that's a great way reaction. of getting a it's good, so good visceral reaction. And, like, and I, I like, love, I love um, how they pulled it off too, you know, with like, so like you get the quick little like spurt of blood that comes out of his chest yep, yep. and then, and you're like, well, what the fuck is this going on? And then he falls down and then the thing comes out. It yeah. wasn't like it just ripped out of his chest right away. No, no, it you was know, a process. It was and a, we're with him. It was a process. Time. And then he was still alive after yeah. for like a, a few more seconds. You, you, you actually see him die, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like, man, what an intense fucking scene. Still a very yeah. real possibility. Still a real possibility. <laughs> you know? And, and and then the the other you know that movie uh, that movie single handedly make me made me hate Caesar salads. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so we were watching it and I was eating a Caesar salad wrap and I was like I am gonna put this down. <laughs> but and then the other obvious twist is Ash being the the, the android. The android yeah. yeah, you know and and man, what an interesting take on an android. It was like biomechanical almost. Yep. Yeah, you know yeah. Like when when he gets the fuck beat out of him and there's you can see like guts it, it what yeah. looks like guts yeah, yeah. but it's really just like Wiring like god that was so gross yeah. all the white shit flying now, out of them and it's here's like something i had never realized about the movie until i was reading about it after we watched it is uh they kind of allude to ash being an android yeah. through food in the movie um when they show everybody eating they never show him He's eating not. but they do show him drinking a glass of white liquid which looks like the Milk. stuff inside of him yeah yeah so it's like lubrication is this is this lube basically is he drinking lube is he drinking the million dollar you know? question <laughs> yeah basically and, uh, and yeah it was like i mean i watched that as a kid and i was like no way is he a robot and then today i was like i know he's a robot but, but i don't it, want him to be you're still always surprised. confused the fuck out of me when you see like <laughs> everything and then like watching it later you're like mm-hmm Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. way. And, and, and like the other intense part of the movie, like, so Ripley finally makes it out of the, like they, she ditches the Nostromo. She's on the escape vessel or whatever. And you know, she, she looks over and there's the fucking Xenomorph with, there, yeah. but they don't yeah. do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just laying there and it's alive and it's, it's like, and it knows she's there and she knows it's there and you're just going and for the next yeah. like 
five minutes, you're just like, what the fuck is going to happen next? You know, you're kind of sitting yeah. there like, oh my God, something's got to fucking happen. You know, like, yeah. I don't know, like the tension, yeah. the friggin' tension in that movie is so it, good. It, it, they did a great job. And I'm really glad that, that was the movie that you guys chose to rewatch on the week that I came on because I didn't watch it in a while and I'm glad that I got to watch oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. It's I, been, I, I haven't watched it in over 20 years. Yeah, like, it's been a while yeah. for me as well. Like I said, I watched it a couple of years ago with my brother. So it was like, just, you know, I was there. Yeah. It's just like, all right, I remembered, but yeah, like it, no matter how old you are, I think that that movie will always be suspenseful. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I still, there were still parts of it. It was like, I don't want to watch this part. Yeah. I don't, you I don't want to go down in my basement. Yeah. yeah like, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, I'm usually the last one up. And, uh, so I'm shutting everything down after I watch the movie, you know? And mm -hmm. so I have a pet turtle. Okay. okay? <laughs> Tur the turtle is like about yay big. Yeah. He he's a good, like 10 inches long. And you know, he's like 17 years old oh, and wow. I got him in this like 50 gallon tank in the, in the living room. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I go, I lock up shutting lights off. As soon as I threw the deadbolt on the door, it spooked him and he fucking dove off of his basking rock and like smashed into the glass and was ah. like slamming around. I screamed like a fucking <laughs> asshole, man. I was like, ah, was like, fuck you. <laughs> and like my wife is like, what happened? I think <laughs> I have to check if my kids woke up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, man. uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, 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 it still gets you. It yeah. still gets you. It's um, a great movie. All right. So we rate movies on a scale of one to five decimal points count. So we'll go round table. What do you think? Honestly, 4.2. I thought okay. it was pretty, uh, it's like, it's up there with some of my favorite movies. I really, really enjoyed it. And I yeah. just, I hadn't watched it in a while. And it, uh, it sort of brings back that nostalgia. It was like the first movie I watched as a kid, like where I genuinely was scared. Right. And uh, I think the nostalgia probably brings it up a little bit, but a really great movie. Yeah. I completely agree. I don't, I, I would probably say like three point. Oh, fuck it too. Yeah. Way to go <laughs> around no, I, the uh, table. <laughs> I think we're on the same page. I'd say, uh, like a 3.7 mm -hmm. because like you said, like the nostalgia definitely like brings it up for me, like score wise, but like, and like, if you got to take into consideration all the effects that had to go into that movie yeah. to make it like, it's just a great movie. I just, uh, I didn't, it held up, but it, uh, there were, I thought other movies in the same franchise were better. Okay. Done That's better. Fair. All right. Like, uh, what is it? Covenant? Fuck you. No. <laughs> Prometheus. I, I like Spider-Man 3. Oh, he's talking about Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. Alien yeah. Covenant was, uh. That movie was dog ass. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, <laughs> but like. Surely you can't mean alien versus predator. <laughs> no, it was definitely no Spider-Man three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was no Spider-Man three, which was also an alien movie. Um, fuck. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, with other Ridley Scott movies, like I, we did the Martian. Yeah. Oh, great. Movie. Great. Movie. And I think that was the third movie we did. I will say at some point we are going to do gladiator. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't uh, know when, but we are going to do it. Um, I would say like 3.9. I okay. think, I, I think I gave Martian like a 4.2. Yeah. He, he does movies well, Yeah, yeah. but he also does movies badly. Sure. Like, yeah. but everybody does. Yeah. Like, uh, but uh, yeah, legend, I, legend, legend. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. We did legend. Legend got like a one for me. <laughs> yeah. I think he got one. I was like a 1.8 or yeah, something like that. I, yeah. It just, I, yeah. 
I, I think Ridley Scott is f- a genius. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank, what about you? Uh, for me, like, so I'm scoring it high just because of like, I, I don't like horror movies, yeah. but this is one that I really do like, yeah. like it. Yeah. It's kind of like the exorcist for me. Like I like the exorcist, not as a horror movie. I like it as a movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? I see, and I see I that. That's how I like alien. I like alien as a movie, not you guys want as to make a horror me? movie. I've never fully watched The Exorcist. Oh, that man. movie scared, but it's the idea tough. of the devil has always scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm a f- complete atheist. So right. this is how how you feel about uh, Alien is how I feel about literally any A24 movie. Like Saint Maud is supposed to be a scary movie, but I, I just... I liked it as a movie. Right. I liked uh, The Witch as a movie. I didn't think it was scary. I liked Hereditary as a movie. I didn't think it was scary. Uh, I need to see Hereditary. It's great. It was so. good. It's a great movie. It's beautifully shot. Um, yeah. It's just right. not as scary as people thought it was. Yeah. Or or my uh, my ability to deal with horror because of trauma uh, <laughs> is just unsurpassed. But like, uh, no, I thought... I thought all of those were good movies, but like not good horror, like great horror movies. You yeah. Know? But I thought I can appreciate them for what they are. And I think that's yeah. what you're saying about yeah. Alien. So I'm, I'm going 4.5. Ooh. Okay. Only like, because I, I think that there's maybe one shot that I, this saying that this, what I'm going to say doesn't apply to, but like every single shot in that movie is perfect. Yeah. There's not one shot in that movie that you can pause it and be like, well, that looks stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's so the well detail. pulled off. Yeah. The attention, the attention detail. to detail. You don't question anything that's happening. Also the amount you know? of computers in that movie yeah. for being a movie from 1978. Seriously. Is insane. Yeah. yeah like they must've paid out the ass for those computers. And yeah, we're running DOS. If, if you compare that to like what computer graphics were yeah. in even a new hope, yeah, you know, like yeah, look no. at the Death Star diagram. It's just a bunch of blocks. Exactly. Man, they made a, they made computers look pretty fucking legit. Yeah, they really yeah. did. For like for that like one, one or two the, years, the one scene with the just all the binary on it, I was yep. just like, "This is great." Yeah, also makes me think of the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's where they got that yeah, from. That's yeah. where they got the idea. Yeah. So, uh, so all right. So, what's next week? Next week we are doing a uh, great uh, pseudo horror. Okay. We are doing the Lost Boys. Such oh, a great movie. Oh, one of my sick. favorites. Have you ever seen it? Never seen oh, it. My oh, oh my god. So good. So fucking good. Right. It's one of those that like I should have seen it by now, but it's, yeah. I it, have I it. think I think you'll appreciate it. It's definitely one yeah. of those movies where it's like not only is it a great horror movie, but it's just a great movie. Yeah. And it's not really horror. It's yeah. kind of tongue in cheek. Yes. 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 I mean, it's it was a great movie. I just, you know, I have I don't like Billy Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because Same. he's the main fucking character. Well, no. no so no, let me this tell is, you a this story. This is the greatest day of go, my life. Before we go, let me tell you Wait. a story that really happened. This is a hundred percent true because I picked him up from it before the 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 Fan Expo Boston before uh, the pandemic. Right, I go to Fan Expo every year uh, with my boss, who is like one of my good friends outside of work, and we both collect comics. So we go to Fan Expo, right? So we go. And while I'm coming out of the bathroom at Fan Expo Boston, uh, Corey Feldman is walking in, and I acknowledge that this glove is or happening. no glove, no glove. Okay, but fedora. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and oh, I Christ. acknowledge that this is happening, 
right? Yeah. And I say, hello, Corey Feldman. I thought you were great. And, and I listed off a bunch of his movies from the 80s. And I said, but please, for the love of God, never make music again. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and wow. He, for it. he did not uh, take it appreciate well. that. <laughs> now, I didn't mean it to be rude. I was trying to do the world a favor. And uh, what ended up happening was me and Corey Feldman getting into a pushing contest in uh, at Fan Expo Boston, right outside Artist Alley. And uh, did you get I, kicked out? I was. They Booted. asked me politely. The greatest phone call I've ever got in my life. He so, calls me and he goes, "We, we, I need you to come get me right now." I'm like, what happened? He's like, "Fucking Corey Feldman." Oh so, boy. Me and Corey Feldman, you know, it's water under the bridge. I hope he's well. I, uh, I, I hope every good thing in life can happen for him. But like, don't be a dick. <laughs> Too late. He called me a schmuck easily 13 times. Oh yeah. I like that word. It, I think <laughs> so does he. I, I just think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's wow. great to just throw out there. It's kind of creative. That's awesome. So, uh, along with the movie rewatch, I'm not saying who it is. But we have a very, very special guest next week. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I was let in on who it is, and it is a very yep. special guest. Yes. I, I, I am very excited for this. But uh, to close out most of the segments, this is... Uh, you know what really grinds my gears? You, America. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so what grinds your gears Yeah. about uh, Doctor Strange? No. What was it that we talked about earlier? You're talking about something in unpopular opinion. I know. I'm thinking. I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh boy. If anybody else has one. I'm Is anybody else's gears being ground right now? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, but it, it's really fucking annoying that like you, you go to find stuff like for cable management. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm even talking. We're really about getting into the cable management. Cable, thing. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. You should have seen him before before you got yes, here. Yeah. He was a psychopath about getting these cables organized, yeah. and it's not that good. Like it annoys the fuck out of me that you can only find stuff on Amazon. You can't find it in any store, right? Especially computer stores. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like what, where is there a computer store around here? Best Buy. You can buy computers at Best Buy. It's technically a. It, yes it's a store that sells computers it is a store that sells a tech computers. store let's say a fucking tech store okay you need cable management for everything yeah but like you you the only cable management that like big box stores sells are the fucking strips that you run along a wall i don't need a fucking strip. Yeah. i need something to hide a bunch of fucking mic cables yeah because we have four mics running it from a fucking table yeah so i get what you're saying that's just something that you're going to have to well, obviously like for, for what it's worth. I, I went the DIY route and found a fucking hanging thing and put it that I was going to say, that's not a cable it, management. It, it, basket. I think it looks great. You guys it can't see this, but off. it looks, it works. It looks great. I yeah. remembered my unpopular opinion. Let me, let's know what yeah. my unpopular opinion is that the Eternals wasn't a bad movie. The casual MCU fan just doesn't understand it. And they don't understand how it plays into the larger MCU, and that's fine. But don't sit there and say that Eternals was a bad movie because it wasn't. It like literally is the first, it is the keystone and the first building block of what we're gonna see as far as cosmic 
entities in Marvel. The Eternals will, and you guys can quote me on this when it happens, the Eternals will directly lead to Galactus in the MCU. I agree with that. That's fair. I'm still never going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just getting rid of the fucking, my unpopular opinion. (laughs) All right. um, Before we go, we do recommendations. Yeah. We will let Sam start. Sam, do you recommend anything? Tell the listeners something to check out. I'm a big anime guy, so I'm just going to throw some animes out there that I think people nice. check out. I'm marking it. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, definitely check out uh, Demon Slayer. No. No? I, I can't stand that. Oh, okay. I've tried watching it. And I, no, check it out. It's good. Okay, so somebody <laughs> told me to watch Demon Slayer. I'm not an anime guy. And somebody told me to watch Demon Slayer, and now I'm, now I'm confused <laughs> as to whether I should do it. isn't fucking I'm, me. I thought it was great. Okay, well, I guess we'll just see if I end up watching it. Um, what yeah. kind of recommendations are we making? It can be anything. anything. Music, literally movies, anything. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't well, have to be nerdy. It can like like I recommended like a fucking like cell phone mount. Oh, so it, it could be whatever you want. Well, <laughs> any, I mean, anything that you think other people should know about. I grew up in uh, in the music scene in Massachusetts. If you take my recommend one of my recommendations, I'm gonna fucking kill you. But go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead. We should have talked do, about this before. Do, no, 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 no. It's we all good. About um, it. But there's a ton of great bands from this area, this area, very specifically, Central Massachusetts, uh, that are killing it. Clockout, um, Bed of Razors, uh, Wisdom and War, uh, Sophisticated Adult. I was actually, we were actually uh, on there. Orange? Uh, yeah. Record. And then, uh, oh, fuck. And then, yeah. And then there's other bands, like there's a band born from Demise from Brockton, Massachusetts, and they're just. They're doing great. Uh, I was in that band for a long time. I went my own way. I just life happens and I needed to do that. But they, those guys are really doing everything they can to like make sure Massachusetts hardcore is alive and well. So check out any of those bands. Nice. All right. So I have two. You didn't take mine. Oh, fantastic. Uh, another band from the New England hardcore and metal scene just dropped a fucking EP. Oh, it's a banger. I'm waiting with bated breath to hear this. Great American Ghost. Phenomenal. Love them. Torture World is so great. Torture World, like, and it's so different. Yeah. It's like the the album prior, holy fuck, it's good. Yeah. But like I've I listened to Torture World eight times in a row. It's so good. It's phenomenal. It's short, but it's amazing. Yeah. And uh what's his name from um The Artist Murders on there? Uh CJ. Yep. Yep. Oh it's it's great. I I texted Ethan, I was like, dude. Yeah, this yeah. this yeah. is fucking oh, phenomenal. I actually haven't talked to him about it yet. I've seen him a couple times since it came out too. So I thank you for reminding me to say something because that is easily that's got to be easily album of the year for me currently as a yeah. Sense. yeah yeah I I fucking agree and yeah. uh, I I recently got into uh, not got into I recently started listening to one of my uh, favorite bands of all times uh, uh, for your strong fucking yeah. check, the, check those fucking band that band out. They're, yeah. They're a good. They're band. great. That's a good recommendation. Uh, it's timely. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Really? The suspense is killing me. What are you talking about, Frank? Well, I thought we weren't going to say flat out. Oh or, no, we are. You can, oh, we are. No, then go ahead. Spoil it. No, go ahead. No, go what ahead. What are you talking it. about? Do you Frank? want, me, do you want right. me to be the one to spoil go it? Go ahead. All <laughs> you right. Can. <laughs> next week i won't be here because i am a guest on this show the guest taking my seat next week is dan o'connor from four years strong 
That's right. That is uh, that's our first notable guest. Not that you're not notable. But no, I'm very average, and I <laughs> am fully aware uh, of that. We are excited, and and be sure to fucking tune in. Yep. Check all that stuff. Check us on Instagram. Check us on Facebook. Uh, all that stuff. Uh, soon we're gonna have a website up, like a real website. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be good. Yeah, we're gonna like. We'll grill him a little bit about the four-year strong stuff, but oh yeah, he, the exciting thing was is that he's sticking around for the whole episode, so he's willing yes. to dive into like That's gonna all of this stuff. So and he's yeah. he's just a really great dude. I haven't yeah. seen him since uh, since I was young, but yep, you absolutely. Know, you know, he was one of those dudes that just like really welcomed me into the scene when I started coming around, and to watch his growth uh, as a musician and four-year strong in general is has just been awesome, and like. They've done a lot for like this area musically. So oh, sure. it's it's funny because like For Your Strong is one of my like all time favorites. Yep. And and it's weird because I'm legit gonna fucking fangirl. Rise or Die <laughs> Trying is still one of my favorite <gasps> albums. Yes. So yeah. great. Yeah, yes. dude. I on my way home for, I came from Western Mass today. Yep. I listened to Rise or Die Trying and I was like, oh my god. Totally forgot about it's how good this is. Great. It's yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's be it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna tell this to Dan next week, but yeah. I'm still gonna say it now. Do you know how I got into Four Year Strong? I'm I would love there to. There was hear. a fucking MySpace video that came on that had Pauly Shore hanging out with Matt Bruso and fucking Dan Dan and Alan. And I was <laughs> like, great. wait, what the fuck? Why is this happening? Uh but yeah, um, this is the end of the show. No, it's, it's a not. Little- I didn't give my oh, recommendations. Fuck! Man, you're a fucking asshole. Oh. All right. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, I can't really follow up the fact that we're going to have like a pretty fucking kick-ass guest next week, but you know, that's pretty I don't know. I'm excited too. So it's okay that you kind of like completely gl- I, I totally forgot. I should <laughs> that I even was I in this room. With you. <laughs> <laughs> um so no, my uh my recommendation is um this awesome instrumental prog band Intervals. Which oh, is great band. Yeah. Which yes. is really just one dude, you know, it's, it's, yeah. but, um, Aaron Marshall. Yeah. And, uh, it's fucking sick. And their, their last album was amazing. And in, in, in particular, well, their last album was called circadian, uh, in particular, a track off of it called five, uh, it's five dash HTP. Okay. You got to check it out. We'll put 15 seconds of into the, so, into the show. Okay. Yeah. In, in post. So anybody, you know, on Spotify or whatever can, uh, can check it out so sweet yeah that's, that's awesome. my recommendation yeah um i want to kind of jump on that okay animals as leaders just came out with a fucking ep hell yeah uh it's amazing misha, I, misha mansoor from periphery uh produced it yeah it, i fucking yeah. love it check that shit out too oh it, i will it's, uh it, yeah it hits it fucking slap does it slap it slaps okay. sure why <laughs> not that's what all the kids say uh <laughs> we're nudes of unusual origin i'm steve i'm frank they I'm fam. what what my, my name's Ed. My name's Sam. That's there my associate, go. Sam. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay nerdy. nerdy.